Thank you so much for joining in to today's podcast from Caleb Perkins Ministry. We pray that today's podcast will be uplifting and encouraging in your walk with the Lord. Now here's today's podcast. What's going on, everyone? I'm so excited for today's episode. Today is going to be a great time. Wouldn't you agree? I would agree, yes. Mr. Joshua Daniel Perkins. I, f- I, I just gave your middle name. Yeah, I know. Podcast. I know. Now you, His you middle name is Daniel. You so gave my government. So his government's name yeah. is out there. <laughs> uh, Caleb's middle name is Elwood. E. It's oh, f- dude, we should have took a poll. Be like, what is it? And my middle initial's E. And mm. then I always amaze people with the middle name of Elwood. I think it would be, I think people would have guessed Eugene. I don't Eugene? Know. Eugene. Yeah. yeah. You look like a Eugene. Or Edward. Edward. Like oh, your, yeah. Your no. middle name is an Edward. Your so. beard's too big for an Edward. Is so. it? Yeah. Mm. There's so. going to be an Edward that's going to email us hate mail. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be like, I am an Edward and I have a ginormous beard. I, I will send you emails. <laughs> All right. So today um, we will be going over and discussing divine appointments. Uh, I've heard people call them a variety of different things, you know, uh, just, you know, good works that God has laid before you, those sorts of things. So when you hear the word divine appointment, and this is coming from mine and Josh's, perspective of us being led by the Holy Spirit and some practical scenarios that God has had us go through in our lives so that you would be aware of those when you're engaging them as well Yeah, in their life. So uh, I do want to read a passage of Scripture first. So here in Ephesians chapter 2, I'm going to read uh, verse verses 8, 9, and 10. So Ephesians chapter 2, verse 8 says, For by grace you have been saved through faith, and that not of yourself, it is a gift from God. And it is not of works, verse 9, not of works, lest anyone should boast, verse 10, for we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand mm-hmm. that we should walk in them, that we should walk in them. And, uh, you know, uh, as me and Josh go and travel and evangelize to different areas, we have had people come up and especially they would talk to us and say, well, it sounds like you guys are works-based. And uh, I asked them to define that. And they would say, well, you believe your salvation is from works. No, 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 no. Your salvation is a free gift from God through faith. Now that you are saved, there are good works for you to walk in. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's the whole point of transformation. There's a right? task at hand that yeah. you specifically were created to complete. Yeah. And God knows those. And he has them assigned to each one of us that we should walk in them. Yeah. He doesn't say we're going to or that he's going to sovereignly force us into those things. <laughs> and that doesn't mean that you're going to complete every task that was given to you. My, my mm. thing is you want to be as close to hitting... M- more than like 90 percent yeah try to at least (laughs) you're like yeah because i think too it's overwhelming when you think oh man god has all these things for me and if i miss one of these things i'm gonna go to hell that 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 is a work salvation uh thought you know a relationship (laughs) means i want to be so close to him that i don't miss those opportunities because i am in that relationship with him and i am that new creation and it is very different you know Mm mm-hmm it's very different. Yeah. Uh, it, I think it, I would liken it into like someone that would be working on a farm and it's a family farm versus them working as a salary at the farm. Yeah. You know, it's like one knows, hey, this is going to be inherited to me. So they work out of love 
and for that legacy versus I'm just making a paycheck. And there are people that do that. And I think that's, I, I think more that is stems from religion. Hey, do all these things or God doesn't love you or do all these things or you can't make it into heaven. Well, I think a lot of people find that if you do works, then you appear to be more pious of a person. Do you know what I mean? Mm, yeah. Like, like you are the holy man. Yes. I, I mean, like, honestly, like you see, I'm like, well, you know, so-and-so is always at the church. And I'm like, mm-hmm, yeah. yeah. Is that where they're supposed to be at this time? Mm-hmm. Were they supposed yeah. to be somewhere else? Is the Holy Spirit leading them there? Or exactly. was it at, at McDonald's? Exactly. Like, <laughs> yep, yep. Why, why does the church, it, the things at the church get more recognition? It does through religious people. Through religious people, But yes. people that are led by the Spirit would say, no, you. It, it's more important for you to be where God's called you to be. Exactly. And now, now I am not saying yes, you that are. you shouldn't go to... Uh, <laughs> church when it's needed right what i am uh, or i'm not saying that you don't need to go to church because you absolutely need to be a part of the body Mm -hmm. you absolutely need to be um connected with a group of of believers absolutely Mm -hmm. one of the things that is an absolute necessity of being a christian and being held accountable right you do need that you cannot forsake the assembling of yourself cannot forsake the assembly yes yeah what i am saying is is that uh, uh divine appointments yeah. Uh, they can be anything. They, they can, can be, be anywhere. Mm-hmm. Anywhere, anything. Yeah. They can be, you know, uh, cutting a neighbor's grass. Yeah. Uh, talking to the neighbor, mm-hmm. going to a gas station far out of your way, mm-hmm. uh, because there is supposed to be a person that you are supposed to witness to, or an event that you are supposed to see. Yeah. Kind of like I mean? when he he sent the prophet to the potter's house mm-hmm. to see something for him to send the message. You know, there is a journey, and there is a process, and we have to be led by the Spirit through the process. You know, it's, uh, I, I remember, so for all of you listening, you know, there was a, there was a time when uh, I was in transition from Glenville State to Marshall University. This was before the Army, and um, I got a job at a pharmaceutical company working there, and I was praying, and the Lord sent me to that pharmaceutical company to work. Mm-hmm. Now... The thing is, is I could have stopped there and just been like, oh, nope, God sent me here, so I'm just going to go and do that. But while I was there, I was seeking the Holy Spirit saying, okay, why am I here, right? It has to be more than just picking up a paycheck. There's a purpose and a reason why the Lord is sending you specifically there. And I didn't want to miss that. And I believe that I did have a divine appointment with a, a guy that I worked with that I was able to speak into his life and see the fruit off of it and see the change on how that one event really uh, uh, spread out, and it, it, it spoke volumes in, unto him, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, is God going to send you uh, several hours away to this place or that place? Yeah, if you're obedient and willing, you know? Yeah. He'll, he, yeah, he'll absolutely send you. And also, when you when you talk about that situation, you're transitioning mm-hmm. from Glenville to Marshall. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> you were an out-of-work College student, yeah. So it fulfilled a need it to did. your to your physical, like through your physical sight, yep. through your through your rationale. Yep. Is yes, I will I do. I do fu- need money. I do yeah. need money. Need yeah. <laughs> so I'll just do yeah. this pharmaceutical company. Plus, you had a piece right. with it, right? Mm-hmm. And then after that door was unlocked and opened, mm-hmm. it allowed you to do a secondary. Mm-hmm. Uh, target is yeah. That, is that it's a, like correct? the mission within the mission. Yes, a mission you know? within a mission. Yes. Yeah. 
and it and it's uh and it's so diverse. So like if you guys are hearing us to, today, you know, I pray that we're not you know confusing you in any way, shape, or form. But there are going to be things that God's going to send you to go do or to uh, or to witness or to observe or whatever, so that you can take that to be a blessing to others. So uh, there will always be a mission within a mission. You know. Yes. I'm I'm thinking too of the uh, the Apostle Paul when he was shipwrecked at Malta. You know, he, yeah, he got shipwrecked. Okay. And while he's sitting there, this viper bites him. He shakes it off. He's able to convert the island and he's going and praying for these people that are sick and seeing them healed. It Mm -hmm. was the mission within the mission within the mission. But where was God sending him? God was sending him to Rome. Mm -hmm. You know, that was out of the way. Malta's out of the way. But God's like, I care for these people in Malta. I'm going to send them an Apostle Paul. Yeah. Via shipwreck. Yeah. Well, uh, I just want to rein this in a little bit. Uh, the reason that we got on the divine appointment uh, topic was because mm-hmm. of Ephesians Scripture 10. Yeah, right 210. 210, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. where it was like he laid out works beforehand. Yes. The good works beforehand. Yep. So therefore, since he made these works beforehand, before you were created, yeah. he already had these appointments already like predestined. Yes. So uh, we should walk in those walk things in that he already had. Just, he, so the Lord, it did not surprise the Lord that he, uh, Paul got shipwrecked at Malta. No. It was a plan of his. It was a plan. Yeah. yeah. Yep. From the foundation, he's like, no, uh, this this was also incorporated into that portion where he said, nope, this is my servant Paul, and he's going to suffer many things for my namesake. And he, one of those things was Malta that he would end up going to. And, you know, and they got blessed and while you they know, went there, too. In the scripture, know? I don't. I don't see God telling telling Paul everything about the mission. He did no. he wasn't like, He's "Oh, like, by the way, you're going to be shipwrecked yeah. in Malta." I think it would have been too much had he told him right off the bat. Mm-hmm. He would have been like, "Whoa, what? Like, we got 3-pound brains." And God knows that. So he's like, "All right, I'm going to uh lead you, guide you." And that's what's so beautiful about the journey, mm-hmm. right? Everyone's on their journey. I know every time I say that, Josh uh, like uh, I roll so hard. <laughs> hard eye roll. Yeah, but um but, but it's true. But you know, it's like uh, I remember uh, being a ch- uh, a child uh, with our mother, and we'd be asking questions about like why we got to do this, and mm-hmm. she's like, "You're on a need to know basis. Right. Until you need to know, yeah. you just do what I tell you right now." Yeah. And 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 I'm glad she didn't tell me my my whole day was going to be working yeah. and not playing basketball yeah. or not seeing my friends except it, the the intricate details of it. You know. Oh because yeah. We would have we would have pressed her. You know. Yeah. Like, give us a dissertation. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> but uh, but. <laughs> You know, and that's and that's what the good works is. I don't. We're not supposed yeah. to know mm-hmm. everything. It's like, for example, because God told me uh, to uh, apply for this job at um, at a tele at a telemark. Uh, no, it wasn't telemarketing. It was um, customer service. Customer service yeah. uh, at a TV place. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I remember telling you the first day I worked there. I said. I'm telling you, this place will not be here. Yeah. Like, I don't know why, mm-hmm. but I just feel like this place is not going to be here. And it didn't make any sense because they just uh, got bought out by another company, and this other company uh, promised that they were... Never going to shut it down. Yeah. They <laughs> weren't like, They, they weren't going to shut it down because <laughs> they just bought it, and they yeah. was like, we're going to expand the business. Yep. And I was like, mm, I don't feel that way. Mm-hmm. So, basically, I uh, did not like that job. Mm-hmm. I was good at it, but I didn't like it. And uh, I remember uh, crying to Abby one time, and yeah. I was like, Abby, 
I don't know how long I could do this. And Abby's like, well, didn't God tell you to do this until the place closes down? I said, I saw that, but it could take for years. Yeah. And I was just like, I was in a mess. You know, a day's like a thousand years and a thousand years like a day to God. Like, (laughs) absolutely. But you want to know, but you want to know while I was there, I was able to minister. And I don't know if they refer to her. I don't know. I don't know. But uh, they refer to her like as a Wiccan uh, priestess mm-hmm. or or what have you, but people told me about that because they they knew I was um I was spiritual and religious and well that I'm a Christian and I tell people that yeah um but I was not afraid of her yeah. I was always kind to her yeah. and always showed her kindness didn't uh, put her off in a corner like like she was a dreg of society mm-hmm. and um before one day we we came there. Right. It was like uh, it was like five, five days before a year that I, I was there uh, and the place closed down. Do you remember that, Caleb? Everybody yep. was out in a parking lot and it was like, yep. oh, they're shutting it down. Shutting I it was down. like, oh, mm-hmm. man. Yeah. yeah. And a uh, uh, little backstory. Uh, eight months prior to them closing down, I told everybody yeah, that I, that it was closing down. Was everybody like, thought you were nuts. Yes, that they like, will not be here. This dude's got a third eyeball. I was actually up for an evaluation, <laughs> and my boss asked me. He says, uh, "Josh, what do you what do you expect out of this company?" I said, "I'm going to work here uh, until it shuts down." And he said, "That's crazy." I was like, "No." It's it's closing. Yeah, I'm telling like, you, it's, it's closing. Gonna, it's going to happen. He was like, "Well, no, it's not closing." And he's showing me this, this, and this, and I was like, "No, it's 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 going to close." And I'm telling you, it is. And he's like, "Okay, well, this was odd, but I thank you for the meeting." You know what yeah. I mean? I was like, "Yeah, yeah." <laughs> um, but when that happened, uh, she gave me a hug when it started closing down. The she, wicked. Yeah, she Ready? gave yeah. me uh, a hug and she said, "I want you to know mm-hmm. that you were the only Christian I have ever hugged," and I wasn't yeah. afraid of putting a curse. On me because my God is actually stronger yeah. uh, than her God. Come on, and yeah. and that's just how I felt about it. Right. And yes, did I look crazy mm-hmm. uh, telling people the place was going to shut down? Yeah. Maybe, but you know who didn't call me crazy? Mm. The the Wiccan priestess. Oh yeah, because she's like, mm, we'll see. She's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll we'll test that. It's just an you know odd what's thing. interesting to me about that uh, that story too is that you know you never know who you're going to speak uh, light into. Mm-hmm. And you don't know her end, you know, just because right where she's at now doesn't look like she's going after God because she's, you know, uh, obviously a wicked priestess. Right. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't mean that she'll never get there, nor that she will forget the kindness and the honor that you gave to her in recognition. She was like, you're she was like, you're the first Christian I've hugged. Like, yeah, that, like that broke her. Like she's like, I don't, I can't reconcile this in yeah. this moment. And she's, she wasn't young. She was like, yeah. after, she was past fifty. Okay, yeah. you know how some people you can't tell their age. You're right. like, mm, yeah, you could be seventy five or you could be forty three. Yeah. just uh-huh. depends on your life you lived. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> truth. truth. But you know, in in that situation, mm-hmm. you made her think at a deeper level too and contemplate because maybe the reason that she was operating at that level and you know, uh, going in that route was mm-hmm. because all she's met were religious people, and she's never mm-hmm. met a real Christian, a real spirit-filled Christian that could come in and change the situation. Yeah. You know, we're called to be ambassadors of Christ. Absolutely. And that that was a good work that you walked into, that God set you into, even though it was you didn't feel like it was good. No. You're like, this is not a good work for me, God. Like, <laughs> no, it isn't. No, it isn't. I was, I was ready to leave. Yeah. The, the, the power, I, <laughs> I remember one day the, the power went out, and everybody's, uh, 
everybody's computer shut down. I was like, God, is this it? Can this I just it? walk out right now? I'm out. Did, did, did they shut it down and not tell us? Because yeah. that could happen. You're like, I'm getting up. <laughs> Bye. Yeah. But I'll tell you what. Uh, I'm glad I didn't know the full story. I'm glad I didn't know the journey. Yeah. Because I probably wouldn't have done it. I'd be like, well, whatever. Yeah. You know what well, I mean? And I think, too, in our three-pound brains, you would have probably been like, Okay, if God did tell you everything that was going on, you'd been like, well, it's not that important because they're going to close down anyway, so what's the real reason for me to be there? But the uh, relationships that you built in that time Mm -hmm. and the warning that you were able to give to the people in that place, letting Mm -hmm. them know, Mm -hmm. like, hey, you know, this is going to happen. I I mean, you even told me about a guy that came up to you later, and it's like, "Uh, so what's up? (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Yeah, he asked me if I I knew the uh, winning lottery numbers. And I was like... (laughs) He was. He thought you were his uh his yeah. shining eight ball. He's yeah, gonna exactly. shake you and get something. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> do you have fortune cookies? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he was one of my biggest detractors too. He's like, it's not closing down. Really? He would talk to me every time yeah. during break. He'd be like, he's like, you're crazy. Yeah. Dude. He's like, the market's good. This is yeah. People are makes no this. sense. They're coming out with a new box like TiVo, but not. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, mm. you're like, mm, we'll see. We'll <laughs> yeah. see. Judge yeah. that, yeah. right? And, you know, so all, all of you that are listening to this, um, you know, definitely wherever the Lord is placing you, he's leading you, he's guiding you. And we want you to take that relationship that you have with the Lord. You ask him, you say, all right, Lord, if you're sending me here to this job or this occupation or even this outreach, right? I know so many people that are called in different outreaches and things like that. And they're like, well, God called me here. And I'm just like, yeah, but what about what specifically is he? What's the assignment within the assignment? And oftentimes you can get so distracted on being there that you miss why God called you there in the first place. Absolutely. You know, yeah. I, I think, too, of like, you know, pastoring. It's like there I've met a lot of pastors throughout the years. It's like they're burnt out because they they forgot the first love of why God called them to pastoring. Yeah. So they're like, I'm just going to stay here in this position. It's like, yeah, but why did God put you there? Oh, yeah. You know, to speak life into people, to build them up, to raise them, to disciple them, you know, and it's like. They, they lost that passion for that. And, you know, as being believers, we have to continue. Our, our life is exciting. It's exciting being a spirit-filled believer. In today's time. Oh, yeah, man, absolutely. come on. And, you know, I think for divine appointments, I think mm-hmm. the thing that I would I would tell people is uh, shut your physical eyes down. Like, yeah. do not look at mm-hmm. what it looks like from, yep. your physical eye or, from your physical eyes, however, spirit to spirit. Right. Like you're like uh, my spirit would would I believe my spirit would recognize somebody else's spirit hurting. And Mm -hmm. I'm like, I don't care what they look like. I don't care if they got tattoos on their face that, you know, I hate all believers or or whatever. whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, You know, one time I did minister to a man that had evil tattooed across his throat. Mm -hmm. And actually, he was pretty pleasant. Yeah. Yeah. It was just Mm -hmm. too much to drink one night and just thought evil across his throat would be a good idea. A good idea. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, But. Talking to this man, he was yeah. he was very pleasant. Uh, he was just in a, a bad spot, and I was able to help him. Yeah, uh, and uh, and you know that's a good point too. Just because someone ha- looks like on the exterior that they have it all together doesn't mean that they're not broken inside. And it, oftentimes it's like, well, yeah, you can t- I can see that they're a train wreck coming. Yada yada yada. They might be the most well put together person inside than ever, and mm-hmm. have the most the strongest place with the Lord that they're spiritually put together. So it's like. You know, really being led by the Spirit, that is the number one tool that you have as a Spirit-filled believer. And, you know, I'm i am very fortunate that uh, my past sins are not on my body. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, all mm-hmm. the things I've done wrong. Right. Not you didn't on tattoo my, it on your forehead? I didn't tattoo it on my forehead. Like, <laughs> you know, we, we make light yeah. of it, but honestly, right. 
you know, divine appointments, you're not going to get a, a cozy assignment. Right. It, uh, divine appointments, and hear me well, and hear me well good. I, d- I don't even think that's a correct statement. But it's anyway. The, it's the gooderest. The gooderest, it yes, really whatever. Is. But yeah. what I'm saying is you do need to hear me on this. Yep. Divine appointments will always require some type of work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, whether it is a prayer, yeah. whether it is a word. I actually remember going to a gas station and telling a woman, I'm like, listen, I know that this is uh, peculiar because I don't like to say odd. I know this is peculiar, but I believe God told me to tell you that you are not insignificant. Mm-hmm. And that broke her down because the word I used was insignificant. And it that's was how she was specific. Very to specific. What God told you. To Absolutely. Do. Yeah. I didn't go into, uh, well, yeah. let me tell you about this dream I had. No, no. Yeah. God told me to give you a word, yep. and it is that you are not insignificant. Yep. And that broke her down because that's what—that's the word she was using yeah. to identify herself. And I think, too, in that example, that's a beautiful example, man, that you know when God's telling you to do something, don't do more than what he told you to do, and don't do less than what he told you to do. Mm-hmm. Do exactly what he told you to do. Because yeah. I know many people that if, if that's the only word that they heard from God, they'd be like, well, God, you're going to have to give me more than that because I'm going to look cocoa for Cocoa Puffs when I walk up <laughs> to this lady and I'm like, hey, you're not insignificant. She'll be like, okay, what about it? You know, And it's like, nope, God's like, just say that. You'll see. Yep, yep. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm Test me in this. I got you. <laughs> yeah. Well, how about God? How about I use a different word? Yeah. The one that I can spell. You know, um, yeah. I mean, I can spell it now. Don't ask me to spell it right now. Don't yeah. test me. I but, will test you. Yeah, but uh, in- insignificant was a, yeah. a word. So the let me specific ask, word. Yeah, right. so let me ask you that. There, there mm-hmm. was just a few that I, that, that just brought up to memory. Do you have a specific one that you were just like, it was such an oddball throw that, mm-hmm. that you did that you're just like, I didn't know everything. I was just given a little. And then as soon as I got to the point A, mm-hmm. I was... Uh, I was sent to point B, like a mission inside of a mission. Yes. Um, yeah, absolutely. Uh, almost, uh, th- there's always those times when either you're going out for ministry and you're going to a place and you're thinking uh, about the event that you're going to, right? Uh-huh. And yeah. I think that uh, ministers do this a lot, that when you're going to the event, you kind of shut out the entire world that's around you while you're trying to seek God and focus for that one event that you're heading towards. So you're thinking, man, the ministry is going to be at the revival or it's going to be at the event. And I, I have found more often than not the the genuine portions of that ministry has actually happened before the event or after the event or it's when the event's not even going on. It's in between the services. Okay. You know what I mean? So uh, case in point, I'm flying to a youth event out in Nebraska. And on my way flying to this, uh, this week-long youth event, I'm, I'm getting the messages ready and everything like that. All of a sudden, the Holy Spirit um, it really starts working on me to pay attention to the lady that's next to me, in the seat next to me on the airplane. Okay. And so I'm sitting there, and I'm talking to this lady that's next to me. She's like, oh, where are you going? And I'm telling her, I'm like, yeah, you know, I'm going to this youth event. I'm going to be the the speaker that's out there and this, that, and the other. And I was able to tell her my testimony and stuff. And so so she's like, man, that's really cool. And so she was telling me about her um, about her story and her life. And uh, the big thing was, was she uh, she wasn't a believer. Okay. So she suffered from uh, uh, eating disorders, uh-huh. so anorexia and bulimia and things of that nature. And she went around telling people about how 
she had broken and overcome that habit. And she was actually getting ready to go to a place, a woman's event, and tell them about her story. And, you know, so kind of in the same vein of she's a speaker at events too, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. And so I'm like, okay. And I'm like, man, that's really cool. She literally just told me out of her mouth she no longer has issues with this anymore. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, oh, man, that's really cool. And then all of a sudden the Holy Spirit is speaking to me, quickens me, and says, you look her in the face and say, that I told you that in the middle of the night she still suffers with this, and this is something, and she's afraid because she lives a double life from what she was set free from and what she's telling people. What? I know, man. I was like, you're kidding me. She literally just told me out of her mouth that she doesn't suffer with that anymore. And so then I stopped her, and I said, hey, um, the Lord just told me that in the middle of the night you suffer with these issues and you feel like you're two-faced because you go to these events and say this even though you still deal with this issue. She broke down and started weeping in the middle of the air aircraft. Hmm. And I told her, I said, Jesus can, can set you free from this. And I was like, can I pray for you? And she was like, absolutely. I ended up praying for her, seeing her you know, uh, set free in that moment, and then she ended up accepting Christ as her Lord and Savior. Wow. And, I mean, it was it was really cool, and I was like, you know, that was the one step into the next step to the next step. Did God tell me everything that was going to happen? No. Nope. And I could have not gone to the youth event, and it just been that one encounter, and I knew that that was one of the good works that God laid out before me that mm -hmm. I needed to walk in. Yeah. And it was on an airplane, just sitting next to the lady. And I could have so easily missed it. So easily. Because you were dealing with, like, jet lag or, or whatever. Yeah, and, you're and so I, I mean, I had uh, to get 10 messages ready oh, for the event. Yeah, so absolutely. So it's like, uh, okay. So also, I'm I think, reading it. Also, I think when you're uh, going out like that, if mm -hmm. you're tired, that's when you should be more aware of yeah. your divine appointment because oh, you're like, this dude, is when the yeah. devil wants to distract me yep. right now. Yeah. You know, like. Always being led by the Spirit, I think, and, you know, and. And, and people might be listening to this and be like, man, I really wish I was there where Josh and Caleb are. And, you know, they just hear from the Holy Spirit so clearly. We've been doing this since we were young, uh -huh. right? We've been yeah. sent on on these, I call them special operation Holy Ghost mm -hmm. missions since we yeah. were little. And so when we hear, even remotely, I'm like, dude, that is so unique, not odd, right? Or peculiar. Yeah. It's so peculiar <laughs> that that's not from my own mind. And it's contrary to what I just received in, in information. Mm -hmm. Like, she told me that right to my face, and she was like, yeah, I don't deal with these anymore, and this is what I go, and I go and encourage other women, and I'm like, okay, that's really cool. And then it was like, do, 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 do. no, <laughs> you're actually going to repeat back to her the opposite of that, that you know this, and that is going to be a sign that God sees her and cares for her. And that was one of the things she said. She said, I thought with all the people in the world, why would God care anything about me and that's why it is so vital for us to be led by the spirit to be that encouragement to other people you know what i think is funny or mm -hmm. just interesting mm -hmm. i'll say that i'm trying to get away from saying funny mm -hmm. uh but what i just find interesting is uh, a lot of people say that i've heard it a lot like yeah. why would god care about me i'm so yeah. uh, insignificant when you think about all the other people but right. let me ask you this let me give you a question with a question why would God, if you were so insignificant in the first place, mm -hmm. why would God spend time to even make you if you weren't yep. important to him? Oh, come on. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The bill's in the mail. Dave. <laughs> He's like, here you go. No, right. but, but why would he? Well, yeah, why would he go through that effort? Why, why? would he make you if you're yeah. insignificant? I don't yeah. spend time on anything that's insignificant if I don't, if 
find some joy in it. Right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. And and I think that goes also back to the eternalness and the and, and just how infinite God is. Mm-hmm. That He is in eternity and He can know every single person that has lived or ever has lived and know them before they were formed and that's know why the he destiny already, and the good works. That's, that's why set he already. Him. Yeah. That's yeah. why he already laid them. Yeah, he's like you are a significant. He's are like significant. you are, yeah. though you don't believe that. Yeah, you know. But why would God spend time making you if you yeah. weren't if you were worthless in the first place? Come on, man. And mm. the enemy does that. To, he's done that since the garden, man. Mm-hmm. He got to Adam and Eve. He's like, well, did God say that? Like, yeah. are you really made in His image? Yeah, but like, let me tell you this though: the devil never throws the future in your face, right? Nope. He always yeah, throws yeah, the yeah. past in your face. Yeah, he does. God yeah. gives you the future. Yep. Do you know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like, he's like. If you believe on this, mm-hmm. this will happen. If any yep. two people mm-hmm. uh, believe on this, this yep. will happen. He's always talking about the future. F- yep. uh, forget your past. Yep. Look Move to forward. your future. Yeah. The devil's like, you remember? You remember that past? Yeah. Do you, you remember when you messed mm-hmm. up? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. You can never do anything in your future because of what you've done in your past. And, and, and yeah. Jesus is like, I'm going to take your messed up, jacked up past, and it's going to propel you into your future. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> That's yeah. amazing. He can take our sad stories and make it a phenomenal book or movie. You know, it's like, thank you, Lord. You know, yeah. he takes those things, what the enemy meant for evil, and he turns it into good. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, when I think about my past, I think about the time that God has delivered me out of just some situations that yeah. I'm just like, I still, I know that you were the God, that you're God now, like you mm-hmm. were then, even though I didn't see what the outcome was going to be. I knew that you had me yep. as you have me right now. Uh-huh. Regardless yeah. if gas is four oh nine, regardless yeah. if, regardless if there's wars that are about to come or yep. or, or um, uh, whisperings of wars, yeah, it, you have me now as you yeah. had me back then. Right, there's no difference. Yeah, and, I, and you know, and that that's a great point too. Is you know, being led by the Holy Spirit is multifaceted. It's not always going to look like you going up and giving a word. It could look like you just watching something or observing something, or discerning that you need to do something ahead of time like hey uh, for whatever reason it was really weird i was at walmart and the lord said was telling me that i need to get an extra couple rolls of toilet paper you da, know da, da. Da, 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 right and uh it's like well that makes no sense just do it mm. well, just do it uh, interesting thing is probably many 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 people that are listening to this right now mm-hmm. have an excess of yeah, toilet paper. They got excess now. Mm, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Still hold on to that. You hold never on know to when you TP. might be like, oh, I didn't make it to the store. Yep. But thank God I got this. Yep. TP. Got that stock in toilet paper. Exactly. But yeah. So whatever those good works that uh, God has laid before you, be led by the Spirit and go and accomplish and do the things that God's called you to do. No matter how crazy or wacky or weird it may seem to you, God will be with you. He will He will strengthen you and encourage you to do exactly what He has called you yes. to do. And I just want to say something before we close. Yeah. I want to tell people that we love you mm-hmm. and that we're praying for you. Uh, and what I mean by praying is that, Lord, the people that are listening to this broadcast, Lord, I pray that they have a great day. Yes. I thank you that they hit their divine appointments and that they yes. hit the mark. Yes. And that regardless of how your past week's been, Mm -hmm. this week's going to be better because we all go through seasons. Yep. That's all I wanted to say. Look forward to the things that God has for you. Absolutely. Look look forward, not back behind it. That's right. Absolutely. Keep moving forward. Yeah. Got to keep moving. That's for real. Yeah. (laughs) All right. We love all of you. Go out there. Have a phenomenal day. Go get into the Word. Go and seek God's face and hit those divine appointments that He has for you.
Thank you so much for joining in today's episode. If you would like to learn more about Caleb Perkins Ministries, please go to www.calebperkinsministries.com.